0: talking today about uh, black female experience in the military. And while we are off, uh, one of my producers, directors, and bosses, (laughs) he he wanted us to kind of expound on where were you at uh, mentally, I think, Mm -hmm. uh, when you you went in on September 10th. Mm Then September 11th happened. Mm -hmm. So where did that put you at when that happened? How were you looking at that? What did that do? Because I think one of the things we pointed out was that the female role up until that point had changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. So kind of after that, it was more, uh, for lack of a better term, whipping. Mm -hmm. So what did you, how do you feel? What what did you think? How, How did you feel about that at that
1: time? I remember waking up and I was scheduled to work that day on base. I worked on base. So we were already restricted as far as security goes. Um, However, we were a target. My duty assignment was at the basic training headquarters. Mm-hmm. So we were already a target based on this is a national training center. This is the training center for the Air Force. Everybody comes here. Uh, families come at graduation. So there's a lot of traffic. And... um so scheduled to go to work that day, and I remember getting phone calls. You know, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. What's what's wrong? So, and then they said, well, you may want to look on the news. So then I, I heard the you know the sirens on the base. I'm like, what is going on? You know. So, and of course, that's when I found out, and I was like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. You know. Like I knew it, mm-hmm. like I knew it, I knew, I knew it, why did I do this? I shouldn't like, oh, I was just kicking myself, like something told me not to do this, I did it anyway, like, why did I do this, mm-hmm. and now you know, I'm stuck, like I really hope like I'm you, know, I'm just thinking the worst, I'm gonna mm-hmm. die, like my family back home, like you know what's going on, and you know we get to work i had to still go to work they're just telling everybody you know come and we'll talk about it when we get here about a plan of action so being that i was i had that um the technical side that's more we were we had to check the ids and make sure everybody was on inside that was supposed to be inside Um there's force protection um alpha bravo charlie delta delta is the highest one or the most severe we were at delta Mm. so um the color for that is red and we were pretty much locked into the base at that time if you needed something to eat there's no you know delivery service Mm. you know just you know um
0: just military
1: food (laughs) pretty much yeah pretty much Uh um you know, my daughter, she was at daycare at the time, so I'm like, you know, just thinking about everybody, you know, except for myself, wow. you know. So it was, it was pretty rough, mm-hmm. you know, so, mentally. You know, you're not where you should be.
0: So what? you So you, you had a you had a child before you went into the military. Oh, you had her after you got into the military? After. After, okay. Yes. Okay. So, you had her while you was in the Air Force, mm-hmm. you know, and you won't okay. Yep, okay. I
1: had got married before the military and had then had her,
0: mm-hmm. so. Okay. So, the person you married, is he a military person? Nope. no.
1: Nope. Nope. So, I think that's probably why it didn't work, because I'm divorced now. Yeah. <laughs> well. you know, sometimes it just don't work, so.
0: Yeah. Well. That's a lot. Yeah. So what do you, how do you feel about, I know you said you talked to your grandmother or something. before. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, uh. just everybody knew I was going in. Uh-uh. So, you know,
0: but your grandmother, she wasn't too
1: keen. No, no. Uh-uh. She, mm-hmm. you know, she was, she's deaf. She was supportive, but she, that wasn't her for, first choice for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but mm-hmm. you know, once I've made up my decision, I'm going to do this. It all makes sense. You know, my mom, you know, made helped it to make sense. You know, she, you know, supported me. So, how long
0: did you stay in the military?
1: Till August '07. Went in April '01, April 25th, 2001, to be exact, and then came home August 8th. I'm sorry, August 1st, 2007.
0: Okay. So once you out of the, air, you know, I know, once you out of the Air Force, you, I don't know, you out of the Air Force, you don't have to do. Any kind of training any kind of activity with the Air Force after that
1: well they tell you you know the, let's just say you sign up for your four years mm-hmm. you do your four years active mm-hmm. and then you then when you come home you're on a four years inactive basically you' you can be caught up within those extra four years oh yeah
0: okay, okay. how did that make you feel
1: oh my God it's still not over <laughs> 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 okay <Yeah. laughs>
0: But I know you're you're active with a with a military group here. Matter of fact, you're the only female in the group, right?
1: Yes, they yeah. call me the Rose of the group <laughs> amongst the thorns. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and so I, I know I sat in with the with the with them before, and they kind of let you be the spokesperson and all of that. So how do you feel about that? Because you're not, it's not you no other females are in there.
1: I see it as a blessing in disguise. I say that because my mom poured the seed of altruism in me as, as a young girl. Mm-hmm. She would always, you know, do all these things over the community. We helped uh, politicians get, you know, um, get their ballots and, and votes out. Um, so that it started there. She would feed people, you know, strangers. So growing up, it was just in me so i said well one day i want to have a non-profit or some type of foundation i don't know what it would be but i want one because I, I will volunteer for everybody else's and i said well i want my own so um mr charles walls he was a um army veteran he started u.s veterans of ohio in 2013 and he has since passed away and he started this, This well, now it's a, we have a 501C. He started this with the, um, basically, he wanted to give back to veteran, the local veterans with a free Memorial Day cookout. And he, they used the word picnic, and he quickly turned that away and called it a cookout. Mm-hmm. As you know, you know what the picnic means. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I you know, down about. south. And he was born during that time and he did not like that at all. Yeah. So he chose to correct the word and say cookout.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He he didn't like it because it during the time that the the, the story the theory is or the story is from various people is that you know, they would they would that was a hanging. Man, that was a lynching. Everybody come out to but well, if you if you see the pictures Smithstone and other places. That's what it was. It was a legend, you know what I mean. And so he didn't want to be bothered with that. I understand that clearly. It's Mm -hmm. it's clear to me, you know, which should be clear to everybody else who understands our history. You know what I mean. But in in getting to getting back to this group, do you feel that you need more women involved, Mm -hmm. or do you think women need a separate group? But here, here we'll get back to this in a minute. We are here at the Fluellen Studios on uh, the WEBS and the E.B. Smith Project. And we'll be right back in a few minutes with our guests. Thank you.